Today is Wednesday, November 16, 2016, and this is Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM, WNHHLP, where you will hear conversation, information, education, inspiration, motivation from the American urban perspective. Urban Talk Radio is also being simulcast on New Orleans Talk Network Radio, N-O-T-N, an interactive media website that features 24-hour radio, video streams, articles, blogs, and information on social living and current news. Today on Urban Talk Radio, we will be discussing healthy pizza. Healthy pizza. Almost every person in America at one time has eaten a slice of pizza. On almost every joyous occasion, there is pizza. After the election, I'm sure they ordered Pizza. I don't know what Hillary ordered, but I'm sure Trump ordered some type of pizza. Oh, definitely. So today on Urban Talk Radio, I have the owner or co-owner of uh, one of the local pizza restaurants. It is very, if I can use the term, a very unique restaurant. Now, normally you go into a pizza restaurant and there's a lot going on and I'm very, very busy and the atmosphere can be a little crazy, but this particular pizza restaurant has this this majestic, serene feeling. You go in, the the fireplace or the oven, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is, oh my God, there's a fireplace in here. This is totally awesome. There's these natural cut wood tables, which looks like they're about 100-year-old um, trees that are cut. And these are the tables. There's wood uh, decorations on the walls. And there's uh, kind of like a rustic tile feel, a lot of copper design and a lot of stainless steel design. And on almost any given day behind the counter, you will find one of the co-owners, Andrew Holmes, who uh, I would say a young man. It's hard for yeah. me to tell. Yeah, a young man's good. Uh, what a young man Certainly an inspiration to me. I love your pizza. The pizza is super awesome. I hear the wings are phenomenal. And one of the things that brought us together was earlier this summer, you know, we had a lot of police issues in the country, and we certainly had that massive shooting of police officers in Dallas. And uh, on that day or after that time, you had come down to the police department and donated pizzas. And then the word kind of got out was, um, when it first came across, it was not that, oh, my God, there's this front desk. There's a bunch of great pizza at the front desk. It was, who's this guy Yeah, right. that donated all these pizzas? Sure. What is he about and, and where did he come from? And so that's how we um, connected. But I don't want to give the show away. 
Um, but for our viewers out there today, we're going to be discussing healthy pizza. My in-studio guest today will be Andrew Holmes, co-owner of 163 Pizza. You can join the conversation on Facebook at Bold Minds and Twitter at Bold Minds. You can also stream this show live on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. Andrew Holmes, good morning. Uh, good morning, Shafiq. It's, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's good to be here. Um, thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm definitely a little nervous. It's the first time I've uh, ever done anything like this. Wow. Um, so where do I start? Um, so let's start. So here we go. I mean, you were just in the news yesterday. You're your local celebrity now. Yeah, you know, it's it's you unbe- had a whole page to yourself. Right. It's it's <laughs> unbelievable where um you know the restaurant's taken us in nine months. Um, we opened nine months ago. It's it's uh it's my first business. Um, I opened it with my girlfriend and the help of her two parents. Um, and without their help and and guidance, it it would have never happened. Uh, I've been in the business as long as I can remember, making pizza, cooking. How long? Oh, 15 years. Okay. I'm 29. My first job, <clears throat> uh, I was 14, washing dishes mm-hmm. for five bucks an hour. Me too. <laughs> uh, it was in Seymour. You know, I worked for two Albanian immigrants, and those guys were unbelievable. They yeah. taught me everything about the business. They did taught me about work ethic. Did you get a lunch? We did. We got a lunch. Okay. It was funny. Right. It, was a, it was a full menu. And I was terrified of these guys. So I didn't want to ask for anything. And uh, I, I ate a chicken parm grinder for lunch for a year and a half. Wow. So I don't eat chicken parm grinders wow. anymore. Um, wow. Needless to say, you know, 15 years of, uh, you know, different pizzerias, learning different things from different people. I, I really wanted to do something for myself, uh, for my family, for, for my friends. And uh, 163 was it. You know, we found the location and, uh, you know, we chose New Haven because, you know, if you want to do something good, whatever, whatever it is, coffee, you know, burgers, pizza, you know, clothes, haircuts, it doesn't matter. You want to be where people are going to get that stuff. So why not come to New Haven to open a pizza place? Um, You know, we found East Rock and thought it was really a perfect fit for, for the type of, the type of vibes that we were looking to put out in our in our store. Talk about your menu. How did you come up with the? Oh, because there's so many. Oh, you know, there's so many, much different yeah, stuff on so, it. Yeah. So for our, our listeners, I mean, uh, especially like in New Orleans as well. You know, New Haven is like home of the pizza. It's oh, yeah. pizza yeah. everywhere in this city. Every, every corner, there's corner, a different pizzeria. There, there's a different pizzeria. You know, whether it's Greek, That's Italian, right. you know, really authentic Neapolitan style. You go to Pepe's, you get like old fashioned 1920s. So why pizza? I mean, you, oh, you said you started off washing dishes. Yeah. You were you were a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, what, what did you dream one night? Hey, I'm gonna. You know what? When I grow up, I'm right. gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna Make pizza. No, no, that was not what my happened? dream. My dream was to be a quarterback for the Giants. And, uh, you know, I'm only six feet, about 170 pounds, and I can't throw a football for anything. So that dream kind of faded out in high school. Um, what drew me to making pizza was this first job that I had, it was kind of split in two sections. You know, the front of the house where pizza was made, um, and the back of the house where, you know, the cook cooked all the food, really didn't get much recognition and, and didn't get to really interact with the customers. Um, I, on the other hand, was a people person. I loved, you know, laughing with people, joking with people, being a part of the restaurant scene. Um, So pizza just grabbed me. Not to mention the interactive, um, 
sort of playfulness of of actually making pizza with your hands and cooking it and and it was really an art that that at an early age intrigued me and something so, that, that so you pulled know you, me. you mentioned um you know you're you like to interact and what i noticed when i go into your restaurant it has a very open space design now it's not it's not lo- really large. I think what you can sit, sit, I believe, maybe 12 people. Yeah, I think um, we have seating for 18, yeah, with, the, 18 with the counter there. Right. So, so, and then there's the counter. There's this, which I'm, I love stainless steel. I had a stainless steel thing going, but I love it, you know, especially yeah. for cooking. It's because I got the whole little germ thing going. Yeah. It's always oh, worked yeah. for me. But um, you've got this nice stainless steel counter that's very wide. Um, wide enough if you want to put your laptop and do a little bit of work or your iPad while you're eating your pizza or Absolutely. good open, you know, enough space to move around. And what I like about it, uh, it's a linear design. So it's continuous all the way through right. the one side of the building and it's low enough. So it, it's not a barrier. Absolutely. So yeah. while you're sitting there, even if you're sitting down at the lower level with the wood tables. Right. I can see you. Oh, you're really involved pizza. in everything, right? So it's like it's. It, I feel like I'm inside of the pizza operation. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Without all right. the noise, without yeah. all the screaming, without all the um, things going on, and I'm able to get my pizza. I mean, it's a pizza experience. I mean, I, I'd be honest with you. I, right. Um, yeah. Well, that that's what we wanted to create when when we bought the location. That that counter, that wall was closed off. It was a closed kitchen. You know, your traditional takeout pizzeria. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, you walk in, it's got soda machines, a couple of booths, and then one little window where you pick up the pizza that you ordered. And that's pretty much the type of business I had worked in my whole life. You know, a couple of fine dining Italian places because I wanted to dabble in saute and, and, you know, fish and stuff like that, cooking that type of stuff. But it, it just didn't grab me. Um, and when we saw this location, I really wanted something different for the customers and for my staff. The restaurant business is difficult. It's it's long hours. It's crummy pay when you're first starting. So to f- find you know employees and and you know people to to commit to that is really difficult. So I really wanted to create something that was fun for them and fun for the customers. Well, you know the other thing I, I noticed too is that um, one thing that you mentioned. You know, there's an upside and there's a downside. So oh yes, the oh yeah, what I see, which is the great thing about what you have going on over there it's an open space you have the ability to interact with the staff um, if you want to or you don't want to a new thing that seems to be sweeping across american metropolitan cities for the younger generation so you know we'll say the under well i'm i'm 49 so let's say you're the, still a young <laughs> yeah. man duh. so we'll say the under 60 is that people are very interested and watching their food being made. Oh, yeah. That Absolutely. is like the new, I think, Chipotle. Oh, yeah. And a, a few doubt. other, uh, uh, Tikaway, these type of restaurants. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I know with, with Gopi Paneer, a good friend of mine, he he turned the design into um, part of the aesthetics of, of how he's marketing the place, which oh, is, yeah. you Absolutely. can watch me make your food. I'm making it right now. Right, right. We didn't pull it out of the oven we or out of a warmer. And what I like about what you have going on it repeats that same concept, which is I go in, I order wings. You're, I'm watching you make them right there. Oh, yeah. You're not absolutely. pulling them out of a back room. No. 
uh, you know, Kitchen Impossible thing happening. Oh, right, um, right, yeah. You're not saying, oh, you want a, a small pizza? I've already got it pre-made. Oh, no. Let me just, you know, you're really making it there. And here's, uh, I, I would say kudos to you in, in what you're doing. Because it's an open space, you can also hear the interaction going on between the staff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And unlike many pizza restaurants, I mean, very professional yeah. Always good conversation, you know, that you hear. And so, again, it's just a really, uh, it's a continuation of, you know, what you're, tr- of, of your brand, I, I would imagine. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's something, you touched on something that's, um, you know, real important is, is having that open kitchen so you can have that trust with your, with your customers. I think that that's something that's, you know, really coming to age, you know, I'd say in the last 20 years, you know, when people really started to be conscious of the food or trying to be conscious of the food that they're taking into their bodies, you know, we wanted to touch on health, healthy pizza. Um, I mean, how, how often do we eat stuff throughout the day and with no thought, no thought of where it came from, no thought of what chemicals and, you know, process it went through to stay good on your shelf for, you know, three weeks. Um, and by opening kitchens like a Chipotle does, like like we do, like a, a lot of these new brands are doing, you create a trust with your customer that that people value and they come back for. You know, they see a saute spinach fresh. You know, we don't use any frozen vegetables. I, I don't even have a freezer in the place. What you see is what you got. Um, <laughs> I love it. You know, and, it, and at the beginning, when we set that business model up, I'll be honest, I had no idea how much work would go into that. You know, every place I'd worked will use you know, a little bit of fresh stuff, a little frozen. Microwave. It was, it was a ton of work to prepare all these vegetables fresh. The microwave. The microwave, right. We don't have a microwave. <laughs> to thaw out. Use oh, the yeah. microwave to thaw out. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Throw that bag, of, cook. Yeah, throw that bag of broccoli in yeah. the microwave. Yeah. Hurry, I need it. Um, if you thaw it out long enough in the microwave, it will cook. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. And, and we've tried to avoid yeah. that. And I think, uh, you know, our customers see that and they value it. And they taste it, you know. They taste it. You know, let's take... Uh, you know, our Greek pizza, it's super simple, white pizza with sauteed spinach, uh, you know, fresh roasted peppers, which we roast in the oven. You know, I think you've seen it when you've mm-hmm, been there, you know, mm-hmm. we throw the peppers in, you bake them until Help they're out, burnt. Man. Help me out. I'm you, hungry. You, man. you, you, you peel down. the skin off. You're going to um, make me eat pizza at that's night right, in the morning. You know? And, and then, you know, you buy into this really simple pizza, you know, this red, white, and green pizza, but, but everything's done fresh and you could really taste the difference. And, you know, so far, so good. People are coming back and really digging it. If you're just joining us today on Urban Talk Radio, we're discussing healthy pizza. My in-studio guest is Andrew Holmes. He is the co-owner of 163 Pizza in New Haven, Connecticut, in the East Rock District. So for our listeners in New Orleans, this would be like the Esplanade Boulevard or the French Quarter area of uh, of New Orleans. This is that really nice tree canopy residential yeah. uh kind of gardeny a lot of green space close by we have the mountain there uh, so you have a shot you have a shot view of the mountain yeah it's a beautiful um, location and we're talking about healthy pizza and, and uh you could join a conversation at facebook um bold minds and twitter at bold minds or you can stream this show live on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org andrew i want to move into uh, a different conversation. The let's talk about um, what led you to donate all of these pizzas to the police department. Like, what, what, what's that? I mean, I know, it, well, you know, starting a business is tough. Um, as a business owner myself, 
and often the profit margin is not there. You know, big oh, companies yeah. give donations because, yeah, because they've they got to give it. the donation right. or else they're going to pay a big tax bracket at the end of the year, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, your company is not a mega company, and hopefully one day it'll get there very soon. Uh, you know, to come out and drop that, I think, was it 50 pizzas? Uh, yeah, something like that. We heard 50. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's too many. 15. 15. You dropped 50 off 15 been, yeah, pizzas, yeah. right? So you dropped off 15 pizzas. 15 large. Um, yeah. And so this is, so people, this is not normal pizzas. These, you know, the, these pizzas uh, have asparagus on them. Yeah. Some right. of them, uh, the vegetables are definitely fresh. And these are gourmet pizzas. I mean, it's, yeah, it's really gourmet, gourmet at pizza. their best. They really you are. Made 15 gourmet pizzas. Yeah, all different kinds. We picked, uh, you know, all the different specialties. And dropped them off. Just dropped them Why? off. No phone Why? calls. Um, Why? It's funny. I, I have to give a lot of the credit to my staff. You know, I was busy going crazy. It was hard for me to put my mind, you know, at that time, anywhere other than the business. And, man, my staff is so unbelievable. You know, my pizza guy, Chris... Uh, I got to put a shout out to him. He's awesome. He's a, a real good friend of mine. It was his idea. He goes, Drew, let's uh, you know, let's bring some pizza down there, man. I mean, it's got to be tough for for the cops. What's going on there? It's it's tough for all sides. But you know, we obviously can't bring pizza down to the green and feed ten thousand people. Right. So so what can we do? Um, and I thought it was a great idea. You know, I've uh, kind of always uh, I think at heart been like a philanthropist. You know, I want to give back, but I've never had an avenue to. I've never had any means to to do that and i didn't even consciously know that that's what i wanted and after opening the place i I finally saw you know some money that i had never seen in my whole life i mean i come from super poor background you know my parents did the best they could but i i came from real humble beginnings and um I, i wanted to remain that way you know so as soon as it started coming in it was almost uncomfortable in a sense you know and I said, holy, oh, we got to give it back. Let's give it here, you know? So we donated there. You know, you approached me with, um, uh, you know, pizza with a cop. And I said, oh, absolutely. Um, tomorrow we're going down to a food drive in East Haven with the team, and we're going to donate, you know, 15 turkeys. Um, because I, I really believe, you know, in my heart that, you know, the more you give, the more you get. And, and, and giving this stuff, you know, with nothing expected in return, you know, has, has given us that return tenfold, you know, whether it be the respect and, and love from the community, you know, or their business, um, you know, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to create a, a great and profitable business so that we can give back to the community, which is so awesome and needs that, you know, I mean, that's how, uh, how cities, cities work. That's how cities are great. You know, the, these small businesses give back to the community, the community goes and, you know, uh, buys food at these small businesses and uh you know it keeps everything clean it keeps everything happy you know i want uh, uh, east rock is such an amazing community right before you know the the thanksgiving season we built this display out front you know hay bales pumpkins mums and we built it we stuck back and i said i hope nobody steals or, or <laughs> smashes or messes any of this stuff up and you know for a month and a half two months not touched. I mean, not a flower, you know, not a baby pumpkin, nothing. The community didn't touch it at all. Well, you have, you know, you also have uh, what I like, you, you know, you brought a lot of creativity to your business out front. There is, uh, so when you, in, right before you enter, right out front on the sidewalk, there's a, a, a little small green space area and you have uh, 
says free herbs. Oh yeah, so you have uh, a, a little herbal, herb garden. You've got an herbal, which is a raised herbal garden, um, out there. I saw you have um, a two dog bowls. Yeah, right. So right, you can yeah. get we got so some dog, some doggy parking. Right, you so know. your dogs can get a water. A modern age uh, uh, horse, you know, horse. I don't know what that's <laughs> yeah. called. I can't think yeah, of the a word. Stall of it. Or something yeah, like right. That. You yeah, know yeah. where they tie the Watering horses hole. up. Right. But um, but you really have con- you've really taken in consideration the residents that live in the area exactly what they're oh, yeah. looking for. Yeah. As well as what your customer base um, is looking for, and it seems like what you're doing is you're trying to. As much as possible, accommodate your customer and yeah, say, hey, "Listen, absolutely. you you matter. The, oh, we yeah. know you like dogs. Well, here's a place for your dog. Right? Yeah. So while you're coming to get pizza, your dog can get some water. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, you know the the fresh herb garden. You know we we wanted, like I said, people to feel a part of. You know, people walk by and I see them picking parsley. You know, they're a little nervous. You know, they're not sure if it's okay, even though we have the sign that says, um, you know, take some, leave most. And I, I'm so eager to run outside and say, oh. You know, what kind of spices are you taking? What are you cooking? Because I, I want to know. Right. And and I'm open. Anything that we have in the restaurant, I give it or sell it to our customers. Uh, they can buy raw pizza dough. I sell them raw cheese. Anything they want, you know. And I have to definitely give a shout out to, to my, <laughs> you know, my future father-in-law, Jack. Jack Flagg. <laughs> and he's, he is an un, unbelievable man. Like I said, most of my attention was was in running the business because it was a daunting task. And this guy, every day, he's got a different idea. Oh, let's put flower boxes out here. You know, oh, let's put the lights here. Let's, you know, put the put the mums outside. And um, you know, my girlfriend, my my uh, you know, my staff, they're always thinking. You know, what can we do? What more can we do? What can we do better? It's it's a kind of a mentality that I've pushed at them right from the beginning. You know, we're not going to go to being a multi-million dollar company with pizza places all over the place overnight. I said, but all we have to do is just try a little bit harder every day, just a little. Um, you know, just give back to the community as much as we can, as often as we can. And, and the rest is kind of out of our hands. You know, we just do the best we can. And, and, you know, I think we'll be okay. So often what you have, you know, small businesses are balancing act. Often in, in a business with more than two people running it, there's always a guy like you. Right. right. Yeah. The guy that wants to give back, the social entrepreneur, the, you know, philanthropist. Sure. It sounds and so then good. You have right? the <laughs> other person that says, hey, we're in this to make money, kid. Slow it down. Yeah. Okay? Right. Right. Let's get the money. It's so true. Let's yeah. Do what we got to do. Right. Yeah. And then we'll move forward. Yeah. A lot of people that I run into that want to start a business, that are struggling with their business, their business is still in idea mode. Right. You know, they're on the 20th meeting for the 20th consecutive month, or um, maybe they've been open for five years and they're still taking their bill money to pay part of the lease for their business. Yeah. Yeah. And- they're, they just can't figure it out. They want to, you know, just help, help, help. How do you, you know, what advice can you give to folks out there who have a heart that wants to help but need to understand the importance of balance? You've got to 
make that profit. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You got it. You got to make that profit. So, mm -hmm. you know, have you figured that out? I think, um, I think it's always a work in progress. You know, I never think that you can have it figured out. Um, even the Bill Gates of this world, you know, I mean, that guy donates billions of dollars every year. That's because he makes billions of dollars every year. And, and he fully understands that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And that's what we're trying to do on a, on a, on a way smaller scale, obviously. Um, you know, I think what, what worked for me was kind of turning, uh, turning my shoulds into musts. You know, at the beginning we said, well, we, we should get involved and, and give these pizzas out. Well, you know, we should build this little herb garden and, you know, and try to give back to the customers. Well, we should, you know, and, and like you said, these guys, you know, well, we should have a 20th meeting to discuss what we're going to do with this. Um, you know, right from the beginning, I figured out, uh, you know, a, a financial position of, of this is what we need to run the business. You know, this is what we need to pay everybody. And, and, I would urge people to really crunch those numbers and really get more involved in, in that side of the business because I, I guarantee you that number is smaller than you would think, that, that you need to actually make the business run. Um, so, you know, you got to find what that number is and then find a percentage kind of, not even an exact science, but find like something that works for you, you know? Um, you know, at the beginning, donating money was it was a really impossible thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we'd get a lot of calls. Hey, can you donate to this cause? Can you donate to that cause? <clears throat> and uh, it was really hard. My answer had to be no. I said no. I don't. I, don't, I can't donate any money. Um, how about how about a couple of pizzas? You know, um, and that and that's what I could do. Right. I knew what my limits were. I didn't. I didn't stretch myself too thin. And uh, also, you know, kind of knowing what organizations and what people to give to and what not to. And that's a really hard thing to do as a, <clears throat> as a young business owner or even as an old business owner, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, knowing when to say no, you know, knowing, being able to say what you mean without saying it mean. Um, and, and so far we've been, uh, you know, pretty successful at that, you know, but you know, my advice would be, just do it, man. You know, like Nike, just do it. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta make decisions, hard decisions sometimes as to, you know, what you can give. And I think if your intentions and your, you know, your intentions are, um, you know, good and your motives are, you know, to really help the community, then I, I think you're in the right direction and you'll be okay. If you're just joining us today on Urban Talk Radio, we're discussing healthy pizzas in the studio. I have Andrew Holmes co-owner of 163 Pizza in New Haven, Connecticut. And we're talking about, you know, businesses and the desire to utilize your business as well as the your ability to exercise your social capital, you know. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, it's not really about money. Um, it really becomes about your ability to provide a resource to the community and you have found a very unique way of involving your business in the community in a way where it's helping to establish, you know, some level of, of, of equity, you know, yeah, if you will, absolutely, of, of yeah. social equity. Um, so let's talk about now, of course, cause we talked healthy pizza. Let's talk about your pizza. Let's talk about it. Yeah. What talk, tell me about, so I'm, I'm on Facebook. I'm the coffeeologist. Everybody yeah. knows that 
and everything I, that you need to know about coffee, I can Absolutely. steer you the right way. You're the coffee man. I break and it I down. I am the pizza man. Yes. Break down this pizza for our listeners. All right. Well, before you touch down the menu, you know, um, shout out for the menu it has to go to my uh, my lovely girlfriend Alexa. She is the brains behind most of the things on that menu. Um, she has this mind for for food i mean we both are foodies everywhere we go it's what restaurant we're gonna go to let's try this food. let's try that food so you know it's really what brought us together as a couple you know we fought and bickered constantly like most so y'all couples fell in love do, over food but we could sit down and eat food together yeah. and, and everything else like, goes look at out that the lobster oh, my oh yeah God, that, i love you look at the butter dripping <laughs> off the lobster um <laughs> you know so you know pizza to me is much more than a piece of dough, some sauce and cheese that I can sell for five ninety nine on a Friday night. It's uh, it's an art. It's uh, something that's self taught. You know, I mean, I learned the skill of throwing dough and and stretching pies from other great guys. But as far as kind of taking my my ability and knowledge of of pizza to the next level, you know, I had to pick and choose what I wanted from each person that I learned from, and then I had to learn a lot of stuff on my own, and um. You know, wood-fired, you know, using a wood-fired oven as opposed to a gas-fired, which I kind of switched over like five years ago, completely, you know, revamped and opened up my my mind again to what an art it is. Um, you know, people think, oh, pizza dough, you're going to mix some flour, some salt, some, you know, yeast, whatever else you're going to put in it, and there you have it. And, you know, you learn real quickly with a, with a wood-fired oven. That's not the case. You know, the water temperature's got to be right, the salt, the sugar, wh- whatever it is that you're going to put in it, it needs to be perfect. And it needs to change depending on the weather. You know, otherwise you're going to get a real inconsistent product. So you, you, you have to look at the barometer. Oh, yeah. I'm a barometer so, nut. So on a rainy day, oh, yeah. you're making a different dough That's right. than you're making oh, on a sunny day. I just had a conversation with my pizza guy, Chris, and I'm he is... He's really trying to learn this this skill from me. Mm. He makes pizza great, but he needs to learn. So let me ask you this then. So the pizza's always good, mm-hmm. but is the pizza dough better on a rainy day than it is on a sunny day? Or no. Is it, well, no, no. I mean, not if we made it right. Right. You know, and that's what it is. He, he was having trouble with the dough. Oh, it's, you know, it's really cold. And I said, it's not the temperature right now. The, the temperature change from hot to cold. It's the humidity change. There's no more moisture in the air. So, you know, you got to play with that a little bit. So is that why it's important to make the dough every day or make the dough fresh? Or? It's uh, a day ahead. You know, okay. you really want to ideally, you know, we love like a 36-hour proof to let it sit for a day and a half. That's like your best condition. But it's difficult with a small space. And, and you know, I can't hold two or 300 pieces of dough. You know, the, the place is small, so we have to work with what we have. GMO conscious. Are you GMO conscious? Yeah, we don't use any of that that stuff. You know, like I said at the beginning, everything, 95, I'm not going to say everything, because I, uh, you know, I don't want to mislead people. 95% of the stuff that's on that menu mm-hmm. is made from scratch. Awesome. You know, our barbecue sauce is homemade, our buffalo mm-hmm. sauce is homemade, our marinara pizza sauce, you know, all the vegetables. Local, locally? Locally? Oh, tons of stuff comes local. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as much as we could. Right, right. All summer long, we did a we had a zucchini special. Mm. Um, it was zucchini, caramelized onions, roasted peppers, and regatta cheese. You know, the zucchini was bought locally. Mm-hmm. We don't have zucchini on the menu anymore because you can't get it fresh. Awesome, awesome. We did native tomatoes all summer long from mm. a farm right up in Woodbridge. They were good. I like those tomatoes. Uh, we did the heirloom special, which was 
unbelievable. I mean, anyone who knows heirloom tomatoes knows that it's like biting into a piece of candy. Mm-hmm. They're unbelievable. Um, so we really try to use local, uh, local stuff as often as we can. Um, you know, we use Fox and Park. That's the only soda we have. We don't have a ton of drinks. Um, cause it's important. Why like, Fox and Park? Oh man, why not Fox and Park? They're the best. Mm. You know, it's a local company. They've been around forever. Um, it's not Pepsi or Coke, which right, are, right. you know, I've worked with them in the past right. and they are that corporate America that, uh, you know, they, they don't care about right. their customers. Right. You know, they care about profit margins and share costs. You know, that's, that's what they care about. Right. And, and much, so that's why you use Fox and Park. That's why. Yeah. So yeah. You, you try to stay local. We try to stay local as, as much as we can. Support local business, support right. local farmers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, and we wanted to create a menu that was unlike anything else. It you is. Know, our pizzas are, I mean, there's something else. Every Tell topping, us about your most spectacular, okay. hands down, oh my gosh. up against any other pizza in America. I'm, everybody else have a nice day. Everybody else, see you later. I'm going to say, right now I'm going to start breaking your meatballs. That's the one. The breaking my meatballs is our most Why? popular. Everybody's had a meatball pizza. Oh, uh, but not this meatball pizza. What's special about your meatball? One, our meatballs are homemade from uh, you know a recipe that goes back like five million years. Okay. Uh, it's from grandma and probably grandma's grandma. Okay. Um, I can't tell you the recipe. Don't otherwise, tell me. my father-in-law would kill me. <laughs> Don't tell. Uh, so the meatballs are- Is it that, written down? Is it a written down no recipe? Way, not a chance. Oh, you got to actually go get grandma. Oh, get, man. It's in well, my brain. That's yeah, all yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, And she she told it to me like 30 times before yeah. I could remember it. So the How meatballs many times are, did it take for you to make it, though? Oh, my God. Every, and this is a funny part. My mother-in-law comes to the restaurant, and uh, every time she eats the meatball, she goes, this is wrong, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, this isn't right. <laughs> I said, God, I followed the recipe. She yeah. goes, what recipe? Did you write it down? I said, no, no, no. She goes, ah, you need more cheese. You need yeah, more of that. Yeah, so, yeah. Which she's always keeping us on our toes. She's really the big boss. Um, but anyway, the meatballs are, are fresh. You know, we, yeah. we don't bake them because any Italian knows, you, you know, if you bake a meatball, it's not going to come out the right. way you want it to. So they're, they're, you don't, uh, you don't freeze it. You don't freeze them. To they're, throw fr- it out. they're fried on top of the stove. Yeah. You know, we go through about, you know, I'd say, you know, four or 500 meatballs a week. Um, wow. So this pizza has those crushed up meatballs, has our herb ricotta cheese, and beef. it has, beef. Uh, yeah, all beef, all uh-huh. beef. Um, even the pepperoni is all beef. Yeah. We don't use uh, pork pepperoni. Awesome. Um, so and, no pork products at all? No, we use, uh, we have a pulled pork, okay. you know, we have right. sausage, right. spicy sausage, but, right. you know, I found there's a, there's a big community of people who love pepperoni, who yeah. love meatballs, but they don't eat it because they don't eat pork. That's right. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's fine. They don't want to eat bacon or sausage because right. it's, you know, it's right. not what they do. But right. why not offer them some other meat substitute? Yes. And absolutely. not even that it's a substitute. I mean, I think meatballs are better if they're just beef. Yes. Um, but just a simple pizza, you know, beef. But tell me about this meatball. Regatta man. cheese. It's a, and, it's a, and sliced cherry peppers, yeah. you know, on the meatball red pie. On the meatball it's all, yeah, you know, it's all, you know, spread over the pizza. Um, how about that, your sauce? Because sauces sometimes uh, also are the magic oh yeah. touch. You know, right? I, I think the biggest problem with, with sauce in, you know, pizza places around is that they, they try to do too much to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to Pepe's, you go to Sally's, you go to Modern, you go to Delania, all, all these places, you know, I got to give a shout out to them because those guys are, they're inspirational to us. You know, I mean, without those guys starting this, this pizza culture in New Haven, None of us could do it. Are you doing. the new culture of pizza? I hope so. You know, I, 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 we are the new culture. You know, Delania, myself, mm-hmm. we are. Um, 
And that's not saying that those other guys are going anywhere. I've never had, let me tell you something. I, I, you know, everybody knows me. I'm pretty transparent. I'm a young black guy, grew up in the hood. You know, uh, we didn't eat asparagus, man. Yeah, no we couldn't way. even find asparagus yeah. in New Haven. No way. I never even saw asparagus until right. I was, what on, is an was asparagus? on TV. Yeah. Um, but now we eat it a lot because it is a good. That's right. But, yeah. but I have never had asparagus on a pizza. Oh, let me tell you about that one. That until, one's awesome. So, until so the, we had, you know, your right, pizza. Yeah. So the break of my meatballs would be probably our most popular uh, uh pizza on the meat side and maybe the Hannibal which people love the name Hannibal meat eater kind of weird right, but right. that one's got the uh, all beef pepperoni which is awesome it chars up it gets really crispy it's got Genoa salami it's got the homemade meatballs got our spicy Italian sausage um, and the bacon which we cook fresh we don't right. use the bagged up chipped bacon you know right. we cook uh, we probably cook about you know 70 pounds of bacon a week it's just unbelievable how much we go through um but on the veggie side, we have the goat. It's called the goat. It's uh, oh yes, yeah, yeah that's the, that one. the one with the with the asparagus. Yeah, I love so goat got, cheese. It's got sauteed asparagus, yeah. caramelized onions. It's got a uh, a black pepper honey oh, goat man. When cheese. It hits, when it hits your mouth, let yeah, me tell you something. It's awesome. When I man. bit that pizza, yeah, because I know I'm gonna have to chew that asparagus for a minute. But I, I couldn't get my mind right. Is it gonna be a little tender? Is mm-hmm. how it's gonna be? Is there? And so my, my, I was trying to get my mouth set. Right. So right. I'm gonna bite this. I know it's not supposed to be on a pizza or yeah. maybe it should so it was like a lot of there was a lot of conflict going on there. absolutely and um and i bit it and so i was trying to focus on the asparagus <laughs> but suddenly the goat cheese and all the other stuff oh, yeah. started coming together in my, and my and it was like you just it, don't know what to do was with having, yourself. i was having a, having a party in my mouth that's right that's what it is yeah. you know and when it comes out it gets a cool uh basil yeah. aioli in a and a cranberry drizzle that is, that's and and i've had at least, I would say I've had that type of pizza from there uh, at least over the last four months, three times. Yep. And I've eaten a couple of your pizzas. I've been eating more and more of your pizzas because now, because I'm studying your pizza. Yeah, that's I gotta right. Make, it, I got to verify. We right? have that type of menu that people will come in, they open it up and they say, well, I don't know what to get, you know? So they try something, they love it, and they they tell us. And you know, so far it's been true. They come back and go through the entire menu. Yeah. I have You're, countless consistent. customers that eat the whole yeah. menu. Here's the, here's the thing what I like about your pizza. It's consistent. Oh, yeah. Consistency yeah. has been shoved down my throat by my father-in-law since the it's day consistent. we opened. Yeah. You know, has every time you saute spinach, I want the same amount of yes. uh, salt and pepper on it. Uh, you know, every time you do the, the broccoli rob, I want it blanched for two minutes on a timer, you know, stuck in a cold water bath. And, you know, everything has got to be the same. And obviously we can't do it perfectly but we really try to maintain um you know this level of consistency throughout the place so that you know people can come and have a have a cheese pizza and the next time they come and have it and it's just as good so let's talk about you got we got a few more minutes before we wrap up um i'd like for you to just talk about you know what can we expect you know in the upcoming months from your business, a growing business evolving. I mean, you have yeah. been involved in a lot of things. Um, you did the pizza with a cop. We branded that. That yeah. was super awesome. That was cool. Right, we'll be looking fun, to do yeah. some of that in the future again. But it was just really, you know, it was just really a great involvement. You donated pizza to the police department. Um, now we have a relationship with you know with our police union and you. Um, now you know sure. you provide us sure, great yeah. food every yeah, month. Um, for for our cause, people, we pay top yeah, dollar. Right. <laughs> In case wise, oh, to get free pizza? No, yeah, we right, actually no. patronize you. They are paying customers because now. we yeah. recognize that you know 
businesses like yours that, you know, um, can see the good in, in the field that we often work in. Yeah. Um, and in the work that you do in the community, you know, New, New Haven, like many other urban cities, is starting to take on this new mantra. And the mantra is um, there's sometime a, 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 a conflictual conversation between people who are actually native from the city mm-hmm. and then the people who actually come and move in, you know, sure. transplants. Sure, yeah. And then there's often sometimes too a conflict conversation between the businesses that are, you know, owner occupied type businesses right. of yeah. the residents and then businesses that come in and the people actually don't live there. And you have found a way to come into a city, build a business, uh, establish so- social equity, um, and have a vision. And now your vision is likely to be to become part of the future. Yeah, absolutely. Of the city. Yeah. So, if you could, for our listeners, tell us tell us the next five years of one six three pizza. What is the next five years, man? That's Talk a that's me. an awesome question, and it's so important. You know, I think uh, the reason why a lot of people, whether it's in business or whether it's just in their in their lives, kind of kind of miss, you know, miss the stars is because they don't shoot for the moon. You know, you got to have a vision. You got to have uh, specific goals and and visualizations of what it is that you want and where you want to be. Um, you know, I would love 163 to be a model for, for you know, other small businesses in the area to, you know, to kind of follow suit and get more involved in what's going on in the neighborhood. Um, you know, because... You know, alone, we can't do much, you know, but together, you know, my, but me by myself and, and my staff, you know, what can we do besides the little stuff that we're doing? You know, but imagine if 10 small businesses like me grouped together and were able to donate whatever it was that they could, you know, we're capable of amazing things when, you know, the community and, and small businesses can work together. How many 163 pizzas can you have in New Haven? Uh, Got a well, limit yet? I mean, can I, we have two I, locations? Yeah, that's not something I have thought about another one in new haven i mean down the road i do have a have a dream for another one in in like fairfield county you know mm-hmm. i think fairfield would be a, another awesome location that we could do this in um but you know i have more of like a one-year goal that you know five mm-hmm. years is there the visualization's there and i have dreams and hopes for it but you know i'm trying to keep my eyes more on what can we do now you know so You've got the pizza truck. We've got, yeah, that's. And you're uh, doing something this weekend. That's right. So we have talk about yeah, that real we got, quick. We have, uh, we actually have four pizza trucks. Old World Pizza Truck is our uh, is our business. That's my, uh, you know, my father in law and mother in law. They 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 run that. It's an amazing catering company. They don't do any vending. You know, we do all private parties. Um, and this weekend we have an event for Yale, and we're gonna be parked on uh, Prospect Street. It's um. It's an event for Yale students coming from all over the country. You're going to get pizza. All over the world. Pizza can be there. That's it. And there's going to be 16, we're serving 1,600 kids. Oh, my God. And and it's literally the pizza trucks have a very similar pizza menu to our restaurant. You know, they start, that's that they started. That's how I met Alexa. That's how I met. You know, we, we met on the pizza truck and fell in love that way. And, uh, and next was the, was the restaurant. So, um, the pizza trucks are the beginning of one, six, three. And, um, you know, without, without them and without Jack, there'd be no one, six, three. So, uh, you know, that's an amazing event. And, um, you know, the, even Jack with the pizza trucks, he's, he's always trying to help out, you know, 
donate a, a raffle for a pizza truck party for, you know, whatever the case is. Um, you know, we, we really believe in that as a business model, you know, all across the board, you know. And, you know, that I, I guess that's it. I don't know what else. Uh, that's super, you know, man. What I, yeah. I listen, that's super. I think I did all right. I'm, I'm I was really for, nervous. I'm waiting, for the ne- I'm waiting for the next pizza. I'm going to come and uh, yeah. maybe we can do a... Uh, pizza contest you give someone give a proposal oh that would that would be that would be a really uh, i think a really fun thing that i'd like to do is is put together a you know best slice in new haven something down on the green and get all these local pizzerias to to help out um i think uh, one thing it's a pet peeve of mine with with businesses in the area especially pizza in new haven is uh you know aren't you afraid of the competition Uh, why, why would you come here if you know, there's so much competition and, you know, I, I believe not so much in the competition, but the, you know, just the culture and the community yeah. of pizza. You got a different, I could tell you, I've yeah. been eating pizza forever in New Haven. Right. Grew up here. We're not competing um, with it's, it's a different pizza. You know, you have a different pizza. You have your pizza. It's like an, it's like art. It's a different, yeah. it's just yeah. a totally different pizza. Right. Yeah. And, and the way you have that place set up, if you want to come and sit down, I can tell you people, the best experience that I had was. Go to here and sit down. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you can't go sit down. It's BYOB. Yeah. You know, you it, can bring a bottle of wine. Right, right, you, right. You can hang yeah. out. It, it is a environment like no other, you know, and, and we weren't sure how exactly that's what we wanted. We weren't exactly sure how to create it, but uh, I, I think we hit the nail right on the well, head. Well, you know, maybe what we might have to do is take a trip down to New Orleans. Oh, that um, would be awesome. You know, I'll be your... Uh, consultant guide and we I, can yeah. we could take a trip down to the french quarters and we'll see write it if, off uh, as a business yeah, expense you and know see if a, there's uh some room for one yeah. pizza because i'm sure there's a good clientele there too absolutely uh for us. so um thank you andrew for joining us today on the urban talk radio and if you just tuned into the show today on urban talk radio we're talking about healthy pizza we have the owner co-owner of 163 pizza andrew holmes Joining us today on Urban Talk Radio, talking about the extraordinary uh, pizza. I'm gonna take over. Uh, I'm gonna get ready to take over the the food shoes, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Faith Middleton is it Faith Middleton? I'm gonna take you over. Uh, but uh, but we really had a great time on the show today. I really appreciate you coming. Yeah, thank, and thanks we so really much for having me. Appreciate all of the work that you've been doing in the model, the business model that you have set up. You know, small businesses. President Obama said that small businesses are the backbone of our country, but you know what really makes it the backbone? There's people like you who have a vision about social equity, about giving back, um, yeah. and, you know, and, and you can make money, but at the same time, you can build people's lives. Sure. You can make yeah. uh, the area better. And I thank you for that. And I, and I appreciate you allowing me to partner with you on a few events. So today on Urban Talk Radio, we talked about healthy pizza. If you missed any part of this show, you can go to our website at newhavenindependent.org, find our page, or you can log on to boldminds.co and subscribe and keep current on our latest show and show schedules. Remember, Urban Talk Radio airs every Wednesday at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And again, thank you. Thank you.